Hello, I'm Tristan Siu. I'd like to welcome you on the new episode of Leadership Execution Podcast, a podcast for leaders who'd like to make a difference. My goal is to inspire you to take the initiative to change what no longer works and to provide you with the necessary strategies, approaches and tools to achieve that. Without delay, let's start with today's topic. Hello everybody, Tristan Siu here. Welcome to the Leadership Execution Podcast. It is a podcast for leaders everywhere in the world. If this is your first time listening to this show, then I'd like to thank you for being here and I hope to have you on the show again. Now, let's start today's episode and without delay, I'd like to introduce you to Hamid Safai. Who is Mr. Safai? Hamid Safai is the best-selling author of the First Class Leadership, a consultant, a certified coach, helping leaders and entrepreneurs to multiply their results. Hamid has a long course of professional activities in the years of consulting and coaching. He has led successful business transformation for a number of Fortune Global 500 companies. He has developed an emotional academy, a unique institute, where he supplies first-class coaching tools and techniques combined with best practices. He regularly publishes learning on imoceanacademy.com and first-class leadership code on subjects such as leadership, realizing goals and dreams, target settings, and bringing potential to fruition. But I have said enough about Hamid. It is better to let Hamid tell us about what he is doing, how and why. Hello Hamid, and welcome on the Leadership Execution Podcast. I'd like to Hello. thank you for being here. Hello Turkey, thank you so much for having me. It's my great pleasure to be here. Thank you Hamid. How are you today? I am very well, thank you. How are you? Thank you, very nice. It is a summer, so it's always a good time for talking and discussing about it. Absolutely, absolutely. I have so much to ask you, but uh, knowing uh, your busy schedule, I try to limit my questions to some basic ones. My first one, uh, Hamid, I think it is important for my readers to know who Hamid is and uh, how do you start your venture. I mean, can you tell us something about your background? Absolutely, uh, Turkish. I'm... Um uh, yeah, my parents were illiterate, uh, so that's where I started, and uh, the pitch I, I got from my parents, if you want to be better than we are, if you want to do better than we do, so my parents, mm-hmm. you have to study hard and keep studying hard. So that's the pitch I got, and I made it to PhD, but I didn't finish my PhD program. Mm-hmm. But it, um, you know, it, it all started with me reading a lot of books and what I didn't get from school I tried to compensate uh, by reading books on my own and uh, there was a series, a fabulous series, Tell Me Why and they connected me with you know um, setting a clear and compelling vision for my future they connected me with uh, leaders so I developed my uh, my passion with leadership and my affinity with with leaders and and senior uh, managers, and so I kept doing that and I kept developing myself. Having worked for um, uh, a, a large number of um, big multinationals uh, from global Fortune five five hundred companies, I learned a lot from them. And um, the more I learned, the more I um, was encouraged to to write a book myself about leadership. So I learned um, how it can be done, but also how not to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I 
I started my own business and I penned two books, First Class Leadership and Your Journey to Fulfillment. And now we're talking about those books. <laughs> yes, of course. I'm also a book aficionado and uh, Fantastic. I always said uh, that uh, what I've, whatever uh, my university didn't give me, it, uh, I take it from the books around. And I Absolutely. have a fortunate enough, and uh, that's why I understand, because I come from a similar background, and I tell you how to, uh, to do what I have to do today. So I can relate it uh, to what you say, that uh, the leadership is first for you, and uh, to do things about what uh, your goals are, rather than uh, study what others have said. Absolutely. And, and yeah. that uh, makes me uh, perhaps uh, categorize you to the action uh, type of leadership rather than a, an academic one because uh, we talk a lot about the leadership, but the main fact is uh, what leadership is today. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, as you said rightfully, Takis, uh, it's all about taking action. So um, you, you, can, you can read... Uh, a lot of books, you can go to a lot of lectures, and but it all comes down to what you do with what you have learned. If you don't do anything, so if you don't take action, nothing is going to change. One of the things that uh, really seized my world uh, when I was very, very young, uh, it is uh, something that I have said by the Aldous, Aldous Huxley, uh, which says that uh, experience is not what happens to you, it is what you do with what happens to you. Most Absolutely. people uh, think that leadership is to follow someone. Very few people think that uh, they, they should uh, own their experience and uh, make something out of it for other people to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. So for Completely. me, my second question is, uh, what is regular, similar to your life, and how you shift it to a business kind of type leadership? Uh, yeah, funny, um, Takis. Um, what I have learned to multiply your results, and by the way, this is what I teach and what I help entrepreneurs and leaders, how to multiply their results. Um, you need to own your own business. And uh, you only can win the games of which you set the rules. And you only can set the rules when you own the business. I mean, you can set the rules of the business if you own that business. And when you can set the rules, you can change them. You can, you can, you can often win the game. So um, having worked for um, a large number of multinationals, I learned... My vision would not come true working in, you know, working as an employee or as a leader or whatever in the corporate world, being employed by, by a corporate organization. So in 2011, I decided to start my own consulting company. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I kept growing and I kept developing myself. I did, um, to uh, coaching certificate programs and I developed myself as a mentor to executives and senior leaders and budding entrepreneurs. So um, answering your question, um, I learned, Takis, there are a, f a few things that 
make or break your career or your future or you know make or break your day actually mm-hmm. how I start what is my le- regular day I start with positive affirmations I start with I am grateful why I do that because it's it closes the door to negativity when you when I say I'm grateful I'm thankful I get a, a peaceful, positive energy to start a brand new day. I write a few things down. I love my wife, I love my son, and I love my life, and it's going to be a great day, and I'm going to receive awesome news, I'm going to achieve great things today. So those are the things I start my ritual with, so positive energy. Okay. Then I set the goal of the day. So this is what I have. I'm going to achieve today. So, I mean, focus. That's what makes or breaks business owners. Focus. And it's a hell of a job, Takis, as you know, to remain focused, to remain doing things that matter most, things that get you closer to your goals. So, that's actually my ritual. So, starting positively my day, setting the, the, the goals for the day. And the goals I set for the day, Takis, are all connected with my main goal. So that's actually me breaking down my main goal to mini goals and breaking mini goals to translating mini goals to actions to achieve them. Mm-hmm. That's what I do day in, day out. So you're in favor of the personal development uh, habits and uh, rituals in everyday life? Absolutely. Because Absolutely. Uh, I also keep up uh, my small rituals in order to maintain my track in my vision and, and what I want to do with my life. I mean, lately I became a father and uh, I have to reconcile a lot of the things that uh, I was uh, considered as given because the priorities have changed. Absolutely, you have a twin, uh, Tokus. Yeah, I, exactly. I know, awesome, awesome. <laughs> so you will say, Hamid, that you're an organized person, and uh, how do you achieve your personal and professional goals besides your habits and rituals? I mean, well, do I, you follow I, a system or uh, something never formal? Um, the system is actually, uh, as you said, uh, Tokis, it's a set of habits, what I call actually attitudes. You have read in my book, mm-hmm. the common attitudes of uh, first-class leaders. Um, So I follow those um, attitudes. I have owned, I have made them my own, those attitudes. And it's all about attitudes, uh, Takis. You know, your life, our life is for 90% um, how we react. So 10% is what happens to us and around us. But for 90% is how we react to them. Yes. If you're yeah. a negative so person, correct. you're going to have a miserable life. If you're a positive person, you look at problems as opportunities. So what are those rituals? What are those, um, uh, what they call attitudes? One is positive, you know, being positive, positivity. Just, just tell me one name, one big name who has achieved a lot, who has written history but hasn't been a positive person. Either it's Mahatma Gandhi or Bill Gates or Warren Buffett or Oprah Winfrey or Jack Ma. They're all positive-minded people mm-hmm. and being proactive. So instead of sitting and waiting to, you know, for someone knocking on your door, 
I go out. I speak. I, you know, I take initiative. I make proposals. So that's I set the rule what I what I want to see happening in my life. So that's being proactive. So creating your own future instead of waiting for others to offer you which impacts your future. And being grateful, that's actually what I um, start my, my day with. I am grateful. So sharing the cherries, giving back to society, um, and uh, sharing what you have achieved with people who have helped you achieve that. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a risk taker. Uh, you know, the biggest losers, talkies are those who have never taken any risks. I know that, yes. Yeah, you know, the risk, you know, achievement has a price. You have to pay the price to achieve it. And, um, you know, success has a price, actually. Success is actually, the algorithm to success is very easy. Mm-hmm. You, define, you define the price, you define what you want, and then you define the price that you have to pay to achieve that success, to be successful in whatever you want. And then you pay the price. If you don't pay the price part of which is taking risk, it's not going to happen. So problem solving, I have learned to be, to focus on solutions instead of problems, turning problems to solutions. And, uh, you know, I admire uh, Richard Branson, Bill Gates and, and, and Elon Musk, you know, those caliber of leaders who embrace problems, the bigger they are. The more you know, the more motivated they are to to solve those problems. Um, balance is what I um, every day focus on to have in my life. And balance, talk is for me is not uh, dividing your time between your you know, but, uh, between your private and business things. And balance for me is doing what matters most. Mm. What what gets you closer to your goals? What helps you achieve your goals, either professionally or personally? So balance for me in private life is spending as much quality time as I can with my wife and, and, and son. And balance in business is doing things that help me achieve my main goal. That's actually balance. My simple um, definition of balance, and I schedule everything. I schedule everything in my um, in my uh, calendar so that I know I am going to do X, Y, Z. You know, during that that day or that week or that hour. So it it helps. You know, it makes my life a lot easier when I schedule things, and that's actually what I do every day. And uh, that uh, brings me to the next question, uh, my dear Hermit. Why do you have written the first class leadership? I mean, you're a happy and content person with yourself. You try to help others. And uh, the first thing that uh, strikes me most is that uh, it is more of a manual rather than a book, uh, an academic uh, uh, extract about uh, certain things. Absolutely. It's a great question. Thanks for asking that, uh, Takis. Um you know, I I mentor leaders and entrepreneurs, and uh, you know, when I started my journey, I said uh, I help you be the best version of yourself, and I got the question very often: What is the best version of you? 
then I said um, creating a better world with and by better leaders and more being more specific. I'm a big ambassador of um, um, peace in the world, and mm-hmm. then I told myself I need to um, get connected with those who decide whether it's going to peace or whether it's going to be peace or war in in the world, and. Then I thought, okay, I need to help them. So it's much easier for us to help if you help others first. So I need to solve issues they deal with every day. So that's why I wrote two two books, uh, Your Journey to Fulfillment Mm -hmm. and First Class Leadership. As you say, uh, First Class Leadership is... Labeled as by by many leaders, entrepreneurs, top CEOs, um, uh, professors, they call it a leadership manual. Some call it leadership bible. Mm -hmm. So all you need to do to be a better leader, follow the principles, the attitudes, and you know become a master in what they call premium leadership qualities. So why I I I plant first class leadership to create a better world. Uh, by and with better leaders. I learned a lot from great leaders how you can do it, but I also learned how not to do it. So I put what I learned, my experiences, what I, le- what I also learned from leaders I work for, but the leaders, from, leaders whom I, I helped to, to make it to the next level. I learned a lot from those people, those leaders, and I put it in one book, First Class Leadership. If I can uh, be so bold, uh, I would say that uh, first-class leadership is not just for leadership. It's about making people, not only making a world better, but uh, making people better. Because uh, I strongly believe uh, that uh, the things uh, going from principles to goals, rather than goals to the principles, which is uh, our main trend of the year. Because uh, I like it uh, most that uh, you emphasize too much on principles and approaches. Uh, and you first class leadership and that uh, makes me very thrilled because it is something that I preach for many years now awesome awesome absolutely you hit um, you hit the core uh, talking thanks for that um, principles are the core values we believe in we behave we decide um, as we based on what we believe we become what we believe. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? And uh, as I have said in the book, great leaders learn to lead themselves before leading anything or anyone else. And for that, you need to develop yourself. You need to crystallize, to become a master in principles, in believing, but also doing um, executing the principles that make a great leader. Mm-hmm. Those are integrity, those are humility, responsibility, authenticity, and you know, reality check. Those are the principles. And you only, as I say um, often, no business would ever grow without um, the, the driving force behind that business or company first grow. So if you don't have a big vision, your company is not going to be a big mm-hmm. company. 
So it starts with the leader, and that's why I have emphasized on the lead, on the qualities, principles, and attitudes great leaders um, master to develop the person first, and then we can talk about developing the the company. I totally agree, and uh, if I would uh, have written you book uh, before publishing and became uh, such a huge bestseller, I would uh, suggest that uh, besides the uh, qualities, principle, attitude, I would add uh, autonomy. Autonomy for me is something very important for the leader because it uh, comprises the capacity, the energy and the initiative, as well as intention and the character to do something for the other people and not for yourself. I mean, Cor- it's a type of personality. Uh, to take the initiative uh, by yourself, despite of all the odds around. I mean, uh, you you can't be a leader without having the authority, as you well are aware of. And uh, it is important for the people that uh, they learn that they don't need any permission uh, to take the initiative to do something about the world around or the problems they facing around. Absolutely, it's, it's a great point. Uh, thanks for uh, mentioning, uh, Takis. It's uh, this is uh, this is the essence uh, that uh, your book, uh, the first class leadership, uh, gave me that uh, the capability of doing it and uh, the blueprint uh, in doing so. So for me, it is uh, something more than a leadership manual. It is a personal development uh, manual along with a leadership uh, uh, manual. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. As, uh, yeah, absolutely. This is actually the review I received from many people. Uh, it's it's more than leadership. It's it's a manual on life, and uh, I have received this review from uh, respected uh, CEOs, from from professors, and from many avid readers. And it's, uh, they say it's actually much more than leadership alone. So yeah, thanks for the compliment, uh, Takis. It's. Uh, you know, the, the book carries my soul, and I, and I believe these are the things that, um, yeah, you I know, help people grow. I think it shows. When uh, you put, uh, you invest your soul in something, I think uh, it is a standalone and uh, it glows some kind. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, because you said that uh, you just follow things uh, and people that uh, track you to the higher goals and objectives, I'd like to ask you if there are any books that you would recommend to people that they would like to take the initiative to follow your path. Well, read first class leadership, I would say. Okay. <laughs> but you mean you mean another book? Yeah. You know, um, I have um, the, the two books have inspired me really um, greatly, and one is the power of now by um, Eckhart Tolle, Mm -hmm. so you know the guy, I guess. Um, I respect this guy so much, and I love his book, The Power of Now. The other one is uh, The Psychology of Persuasion, um, Mm -hmm. Influence, Mm -hmm. The Psychology of Persuasion by uh, Robert Cialdini. It's it's an awesome book. And, um, yeah, you know, I have... um, We haven't talked about it, uh, your journey to fulfillment. Mm -hmm. It's uh, if you want to make um, a goal uh, from your fuzzy dreams, this is the book. This is simple, this is to the point, and this book takes your hand from your dreams to action. So this is also um, a great book for, you know, a small book, 
And the value, it's not in the information. You have received probably that information from Ziegler, from Jim Brown, uh, for example. But the value of your journey to fulfillment is in the questions that I have asked. And those are the questions that, you know, um, that take time to uh, absorb, to understand, but to put you in action. So the, the value of the book, first, uh, the, Your Journey to Fulfillment, is in the questions I have asked in the book. So it's, it's actually also a kind of, uh, um, it's a self-help book. And it, if you answer the questions, you will be far, far ahead of competitors. And, you know, you will be much further than, than, than your dreams only. Absolutely. Of course, but it is also because it is based on uh, questions. It is also a book for coaches and consultants as well. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Because uh, being a coach, it is rather to make the good questions, the right questions, I would say, rather than make uh, puzzles. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. You hit the, you know that that's actually what the coach is supposed to do, uh, raising the right question. Yes. And uh, this is uh, the thing that we try, for me, my line of work, I used to uh, have more uh, questions rather than answers. <laughs> I, I, try, I try to provide solutions based on what uh, the other uh, conception of reality was about the business and the small business, because in Greece we have, uh, as always, I suppose, there is always a pe peculiarity in how we do things. And uh, this is uh, what brings me my last question for now, and I hope we continue this discussion later on in a different uh, podcast. Uh, if you we want will. to have uh, an advice for a new entrepreneur, I mean for a person that wants uh, to own his life and uh, to own a business to make a life uh, better, what uh, would have been that, uh, Hamid? Um, what I always tell entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs, um, those who chase money, um, I say, do what you love. Become a master in what you love, and then you will have both happiness and money. So, find your passion. Develop a vision around your passion. And get better and better. Become a master in what you love. That's my, you know, if I give you one piece of advice, that's what I would say. Thank you. Find your passion. Thank you. That is an excellent question and an excellent interview. I Thank mean, you. Uh, I, I, I always try to summarize uh, something in very few words because it is uh, what uh, remains uh, to the most of the people. In any way, I would like to thank you very much for this uh, wonderful interview and this discussion. I hope we have the opportunity to further on uh, later on. And uh, I have uh, to conclude uh, this interview for now. Thank you so much, Takis. It was lovely to be with you and looking forward to, hear from you, to hearing from you and to talking with you again thank and you, again. Thank you, thank you, thank you so you, much. Have a great day. Um, it was uh, deeply honored. Thank you, thank Thank you so much. Thank you. Have, Have a, a great an excellent day. day. Thank you. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you all for listening today. I'd love to see you at the next episode of Leadership Initiative Podcast. If you have a question or a comment, please send me a message at my site, takisamasil.com. 
Until next time, take the initiative to become the person you want to be. Start now and make a difference. Thank you all for listening.